Hi guys, and welcome back to the VC Podcast. This week we spoke to Daniel McLaughlin, who's the owner of Rock Salt Cafe in Black Rock in County Louth. Daniel has also opened his second site, which is on Earl Street in Dundalk. Daniel has gained great experience working for some top hotels and restaurants, not only in Lux- Luxembourg, but in London also over the last 12-13 years. Daniel gives us an insight into running and opening a new business, also with his expanding plans for the future. Daniel is a very driven, very enthusiastic young entrepreneur with some great, great insights for young people thinking about starting a new business. Daniel, um, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks very much for talking to me today. Oh, thanks very much, Richard. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's great to be able to come on here and uh, have a wee chat with you today. No, not at all, not at all. So, Daniel, um, tell us all about your, your, your recently opened uh, Rock Salt Cafe back in, I think it was 2018 in Black Rock in County Loud. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I just see you've recently opened, just before obviously the pandemic, you opened another um, venue in Dundalk and Earl Street, right? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not our best timing on that one, but uh, it'll come back around, please God. Oh, it will. And but, yeah, no, how, how we, is things going for you since you opened up Black Rock? I know I was in it once myself and I have to say now the food was top notch. Um, but how's things been going before this pandemic? How, how did you expand and come, in, come up with the idea of moving to the dock? Um, it's, it was kind of a long process, to be honest. I a bit of a background on myself. Um, I'm from, from the Rock originally and went to school in Dundalk and all that. And um, left straight after school and went down to Shannon, studied hotel management. Um, studied hotel management down there. Um, that was a kind of a four or five year degree. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Kind of just fell into it, to be honest. Um, it's just one of those things when you when you finish school, you're, you're not really sure what, what you're good at or what you should be good at. Um, I know all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were kind of into sports and that wasn't, uh, that wasn't going to pay the bills, unfortunately, as much as yeah. we tried. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we went, uh, went down there and kind of fell in love with hospitality. Um, to cut a long story short, um, after a, a bumpy start in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up spending a year in Luxembourg and working working through the hotel industry, um, different departments of the hotel. Then um, I got a management trainee job over in the UK. Um, that was supposed to be a one-year contract. Um, and I ended up staying there for seven years and just kind of worked my way up through the ranks in hospitality and, um, you know, became a general manager and won a couple of good awards when I was out there. And really built up a great career you know and um i was i was i always had in my head that i wanted to be a gm of a five-star hotel before i was uh, before i was 30 yeah and that's what i was that's what i was pushing for you know and that's what i was driving for and you know my whole 20s were you know i spent working working my ass off to be honest mm-hmm. um to, to try and get that and to try and get in that position where i could be be a top gm you know yeah um and whatever the crux crux of the trade and everything else i actually won won an award back in 2014 i think it was i was a restaurant manager five star five star hotel at the time um and i basically it was it was kind of like an up-and-coming young young uh, hospitality manager of the year basically and I ended up meeting a lot of people through that and I got a lot of mentoring through that from some top industry people throughout the UK. Brilliant. And um, yeah, that really kind of turned turned the corner for me, you know. Um, we ended up, um, I ended up 
basically changing roles and went into the left the hotel side of things and went into um went into restaurants um standalone restaurants over in the uk for a guy called james haller um who had about 600 different restaurants all kind of casual dining throughout the uk um and built up a fantastic career and basically just somebody really really wanted to work for and really inspired to 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 learn a lot from you know mm-hmm. so um that was great ended up going working for him um for two years and it was the best move i ever did he he basically just gave me a restaurant in birmingham and said look you work away there you know what you're doing there's your team um and i'll see every three months for a catch-up and a coffee um oh. and yeah basically what, what the whole thing, experience yeah thrown in the deep end all right but you know it was, i had kind of built up the experience from from the various management roles through hotels and through restaurants. Um, but it was a whirlwind and, you know, I turned that restaurant around and it was absolutely flying now. I put blood, sweat and tears into it and I wanted to prove to him what I could do. So that kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, well, Jesus, you know, I can, I can manage a team. I can, I can achieve results. Um, so I would, we were then looking to move back home, um, myself and my wife, Naira Oshin, and um, we ended up in Minutes. Um, I started off a, a cafe there for um, Ted Robinson in the Glen Royal Hotel called Show the Market Cafe and basically it was it was a new project it was something I'd never done before it was a brand new opening um, I came on board six months before we came close to opening oversee the whole construction side of things um, the whole concepts they knew they wanted a restaurant or a food venue sort of thing in there but they had no idea of what they actually wanted. So I was able to come up with the whole brand, the whole concept, the whole the whole team came from me. Um, and that was that was the kind of last piece of the puzzle I needed to then go on and open my own business, you know? That gave you the confidence. Um, yeah, pretty much. It was yeah. something something somebody always told me was your twenties were for, for learning and your thirties were then for for earning and, and making the most of what you've what you've learned and keep learning, you know? But something um something I always looked at was you know I was I was basically an entrepreneur back then but I was doing it with somebody else's money you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was if if I'd failed you know I could have gone back and got a job in the, in a hotel no problem it, it wasn't it wasn't an issue back then um so that really gave me the confidence and that showed it really took off in minute and we got some great feedback you know I was there for two and a half years and uh, built up a really, really strong business for, for them there, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, then I started looking for my own place and, you know, it was always the goal. I was very clear with Ted, you know, as soon as I got the experience I needed, I was going to move on. I was going to try and open my own place. So um, yeah, that that kind of came along then, um, you know, a year and a half, a year and a half, two years down the road, um, something came up in Black Rock here and Connor Hughes had put in planning permission to do something to extend what, what he kind of had here in the music shop and do something different. Um, and I came in and, and leased it off him and oversaw the construction side of things with him. And it's been, uh, it's been a very, it's been a whirlwind success since, since the day we opened, you know, um, whether that was us just managing it well, or whether it was just a good location. Um, it seemed a lot of things kind of came together for us. The food was good. The coffee was good. The service we, we seemed to nail from day one. Um, and, you know, just in terms of what we created in the in the cafe, it was something different and certainly something that hadn't been seen around here. You know, yeah. Um, 
so that was something that was really really key for me I wanted to create something that you wouldn't see anywhere else you know yeah. um and you know it had to be a success I'd, I'd put everything into it it was it wasn't like we could we could sustain um probably a month without without being <laughs> without being successful you know yeah, we yeah, yeah. I would, wouldn't have to have the money to keep it going it was a real um it was a real kind of back yourself moment and 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 go for broke sort of thing you know yeah. um and it's clearly you know, working yeah well even the very first day we opened um you know you, you don't know how it's going to go and you kind of do soft openings we never advertised that we were opening um we kind of just opened the doors at 10 o'clock on a friday um friday morning and at half 10 we were full um and word kind of just got around that we were open and something new and exciting just came here and we put a few things out on instagram and stuff that were, what we were about mm-hmm. um and we sold out of all our food at half 12 wow. <laughs> and had to close <laughs> and then we had to reopen again at two o'clock and kind of regroup and get ourselves ready and so myself and connor our head chef um we were here then till 12 o'clock prepping up food for the next day and trying to get more orders in and it was uh it was mental start and thankfully it's kind of it's kind of been like that since you know yeah um it's it's gone really really well for us and um you know the feedback we've got we won best cafe in loud in our first year we won best cafe in leinster in our second year um so it's it's incredible the success that we've had so far and you know you know of course i'm i'm very proud of it but you certainly don't rest on your laurels and um for me this is this is still only the start i feel like there's so much more that we're we're about to bring bring to the to the cafe and to the brand and yeah you know like i said we've just taken on a second site in dundalk so there's a lot more to come there as well um and there's certainly a lot more that that i'm working on behind the scenes as well in terms of trying to get the business um than other areas you know so it had it was really 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 taken off for us and and even dundalk had started to take off even though we'd only been in there a few months you could really start to see that turn as well Mm um and yeah it was it's been going great, thank, thank God. <laughs> well, going by that resume and that experience that you've built up over the past 10 years, I can't see it going any other way, to be honest with you. But just to take you back to where you were talking about you're working in the UK, it was London you were working in, wasn't it? At the start, I moved over to London, yeah. I was working with the Sofitel Hotel in London at the start. Um, ended up working with them for four years. Started off as a management trainee and kind of moved my way up to food and beverage manager with them. Um and then I moved down to an exclusive hotels. It was a more fine, fine dining country house hotel. Um, worked with head chef Stephen Edwards, who actually won MasterChef, um, the professionals when I was there. Wow. Um, yeah, and that was that was uh, it was it was unreal <laughs> experience, but it was a bloody nightmare. Um, <laughs> it was he, he won it in December. And, um, you know, our quiet period was supposed to be January to March. And we had given everybody, all our team holidays and everything else like this. And all of a sudden, we were fully booked for breakfast, lunch and dinner every day of the week. And we just didn't have the team to cope with it. And it was, uh, it was tough, tough going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great. And, you know, we were all over BBC and it was brilliant. Ended up working there for a year and a half and, you know, nearly, nearly burnt out. Um, but, you know, I think these kind of things make or break you in hospitality. And yeah, um, it's an experience. I look back on what I do it again. Definitely not, you know, yeah. but I look back on it very fondly and think, geez, you know, that's that really kind of 
improved my work ethic and um, you know showed what what I needed to do. And it was only when I was restaurant manager there that that's when I met James Haller and he kind of pushed me down the route of the, going down the casual dining side of things and mm-hmm. he kind of questioned my goals of, and I was, he was asking me why why do you want to be be a GM before you're thirty you know and then go on to own your own business. Um, that was kind of my own, my overall goal was always to open my own business, whether it was a hotel or restaurant. Um, but I felt like I needed to be a five-star general manager first to really gain the experience that I needed. Um, and yeah. he kind of questioned that, and rightly so, and he put me, gave me the experience that I needed to then go on and actually do it, do it myself quicker, you know? And, yeah, yeah. you know, my goals then shifted to become, to, when I met him, I was what, 24, 25. Um, and my goal was then to, to own my own restaurant or cafe or, or business by the time I was 30. Um, and we opened up Rock Salt when I was 29. So just about, just about yeah. made it. <laughs> and come here, I'd say the pace working in London, it was probably completely different than say Black Rockford. So I know Black Rock's a busy place, don't get me wrong, but I would say <laughs> that the pace in London and the lifestyle was probably the experience that if you knew you could crack it over there, you could nearly take it anywhere, even including Dublin. Yeah, absolutely. Like that was, um, yeah, yeah, you certainly can't compare Black, compare Black Rock to London. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although it's getting that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, London is London is a fantastic place to be, especially when you were young. I mean, it was we were kind of getting to that stage where you know, we were close to nearly settling down there and things could have gone other ways. We could have settled down there and we could have stayed, but it's a real, it's a real hub when you're young. I went over there when I was 21 and, you know, like I said, worked, worked my ass off and, uh, you know, built up a great life and we had good, good friends over there, but it is, it really is a rat race over there. And, yeah. um, but it, it gives you that mentality and it gives you like when it, I think look back and on it and I think, those experiences made my career and made me the kind of manager and the and the kind of entrepreneur that I am today is that's why I keep pushing and keep driving and you know you want to be on top and if, if you're not somebody else is going to come along and do it you know yeah. um, and certainly in London if you didn't do it within half an hour somebody else was there doing it for you you know yeah. um, so it was it was a competitive um, start to my career and you know I was only a trainee manager and we were going in and I was, I was pushing guys for their management positions. And, um, you know, I, I was promoted nearly every 10 months, definitely every year I got a new promotion in London and that just shows how quick you can grow and evolve if you, yeah. if you put the work in, you know? Um, yeah. and for me, that was a fantastic start, um, start to, oh, to definitely. life in, in hospitality. Yeah. You know? It definitely sounds like it. All right. And in relation to, Opening Rock Salt in Dundalk, you, you, what sort of a team have you got there now? You were saying that um, you have a, a guy that works with Head Chef. Yeah, uh, so we started off very small. It was myself, uh, my sister's been with me since day one. Connor, our Head Chef, uh, he came from Tankerstown. He was sous chef there. Um, we actually played for Rock, played Rock Celtic together when we were, when we were younger, um, up through the ranks. Um, hadn't talked to him in a long, long time. And... Met him in Felda one day when I was back, and I was telling him about you know being up in Shoda and that I'm doing this, and he was saying he was a sous chef in Tankerstown, and he just you know you just kind of randomly meet people along the way, and mm-hmm. um, you know I didn't didn't speak to him for about a year and a half later, and then all of a sudden I was bring I was looking to 
to bring on a bring on a head chef who could work with me from the very very start and and kind of create a brand that we wanted to and, and have that quality food and have the same experience as myself um, and because I met him that day and felt that he just popped into my head and called him and he was right on board with me you know yeah um, so he's been with me since the start um, it's it's very much myself and Connor have kind of built built it up he looks after the food side of things I look after everything else um, and yeah it was just it's just worked worked great we started off there were six of us I think the first the first week we opened um, and now between the two sites we've got four, over 40 people employed wow 40 yeah 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 fair play fair play yeah, it's, and it's what good. was the what was the driving force in opening your second premises in Air Street in Dundalk um i suppose just just a little bit about what we're what we're talking about in terms of you're always you're always looking for the next thing and yeah. um um of that entrepreneur kind of mindset that i'll never be able to sit still you know um and you know it's nothing to do with money or anything like that it's more pride and it's more enjoyment that i get from from it you know and yeah. i figured blackrock was moving greatly and you know we'd, we'd established a good team in there um kind of built it up so that i could kind of step out you know mm-hmm. um and that i could um you know free myself up and maybe take on another side and then try launch that again and um it just seemed like the right the right time and the right thing that came up. We were looking for about about six months or so. We were looking at a couple of different options um, for a second site. Um, you know, we we had we had limited space here in in Blackrock, um, and that always kind of killed me. People were coming driving down, and they'd see the queue at the door, and they'd turn around or they'd get back in their car and they drive away again. And you know, that always really it was it was a great complaint to have, but. At the same time, then we kind of get known for, oh, do you know what? You, you're going to be waiting queue for 20 minutes before you even get a table. And um, that always kind of, not annoyed me, but um, I was like, right, we, there's, there's more demand here for, for what we're doing. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're not big enough. We need to, we need to grow this, you know. Um, and when, when Reva came, came up, um, it just seemed like a fantastic opportunity and the rest is a big restaurant in there and um, they have a fantastic, fantastic presence, fantastic building. Earl Street hopefully will be up and coming as well and mm-hmm. lovely pedestrian streets. The, the building's old and it's, it's just got so much character, you know? Um, and as soon as we went in, I, was like, I just thought, oh, the, the potential, I just could see the potential oozing out of this and, and it was fantastic, you know? And um, it's been an exciting project so far, but um yeah we're we're it's very very early days there yet we're still um we're still kind of working working through the kinks and working everything out but mm-hmm. we we actually took over reva in the end of october start of november last year um but we didn't we didn't tell anybody we didn't shout about it it wasn't right the service wasn't right the team wasn't right the food quality certainly wasn't right something like we didn't want to put our put our name behind you know so I was in there working behind the scenes with the team, working in terms of training them up and showing them what we needed to do. And you know, we've got we we kept we kept pretty much everybody on there, um, head chef Aramis and uh, the the general manager in there, Sharon, have been amazing, and they've kind of bought into the whole rock salt ethos of things. And you know, we went in and had to completely change their mindset and their mentality and. Mm um you know the ethos of the team and everything so it took a while it took about two months working with them through november december 
as Reva before we were kind of confident to be like, okay, now you're rocks already, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, so we're, we were kind of just about getting there and we rebranded and we changed the name uh, the first week in March and then we closed the door on the 15th of March. So it was... Uh, <laughs> just not the best timing, unfortunately. No, no, but look, it'll, it'll be there when we get back and we're, we're doing a couple of things um, behind the scenes in there now at the moment. So hopefully we'll be able to come back with a bang, please. Yeah, hopefully. And in the tourism market that we're in and... Um, looking for obviously customers to come come to you all the time it's it's one of them situations where it will open up again it's gonna hopefully in the next couple of weeks start to progressively open up faster i know we're in the first stage of it now but hopefully when it uh, opens up the phase two you'll see more people about as well um just in relation to dundalk with so many coffee shops in the dundalk area like if you look at just around your area you have um around the corner you have is 23 seats you have a couple of other places along there as well what sets yeah. rock salt out of the crowd if you know what I mean? what's so different compared to all the rest of them um i think i think we offer a slightly different offering um you know uh, our coffee is is top notch you know we've uh, we've gone out and we've perfected that we've created our own blend our own brand um that you can't get anywhere else so it's not like you're yeah, your run-of-the-mill coffee that you can get in a couple of different places. We've well, that's key, I've gone out. I I think so, especially yeah. these days. And that's something we're passionate about. You know, there's there's three kind of pillars I built this business on. One was the team and the atmosphere. Um, the other was the quality of coffee, and the other was the quality of food. And there are three things that we just won't take any um any exceptions on, and it has to be it has to be right all the time. Um, and in terms of our coffee journey, you know, we went over, we get our coffee roasted over in the UK specifically for us here. So we went over and we also tried about a hundred different coffees. We were blending coffees together, working with master roasts, um, over in the UK. Um, so it's, it's, it's a company over there we found who are fantastically passionate about anything to do with coffee and getting the right coffee beans in. Um, they're a huge, huge roastery over there. Um, but they have access to the world coffee market. So they're buying in green beans from any, every part of the world that you can imagine. Um, and they're bringing it over and they're roasting it and they're, they're making sure that everything along the way is, is done, um, done ethically as well. Um, so they're, they're a fantastic company to work with. Of course, it's more expensive to do things that way, but that's what we wanted to bring. So we created this, yeah, we created this brand that was, was um, a blend of Brazilian, Sumatra and Kenyan um, coffee that we found was the best, best around. Um, like I said, we tried so many different coffees and we blended them together. We wrote the different profiles um, and we came up with this blend and it was just incredible. Um, so we, we've kept that, we've painted that as our own coffee brand here and we get it freshly roasted every week and shipped over, you know. So it's as fresh as it's as fresh as it can be, um, yeah. and like I said, you can't you can't get it anywhere else. And we're we're now looking at other origins that we can bring in, and we're starting to bring in guest coffee too as well. We've got a lovely Honduras coffee and a lovely Colombian wheeler that we found was was fantastic. We went over to the UK there, and in January we did a huge coffee tour around the place, um, and like that again, we kind of restarted and said, okay, we need we need to add something new to our coffee portfolio here as well. So. So I think that's, we're bringing something, something slightly different there. Um, and then we're bringing it the whole way through in terms of, our, you know, we're just talking about coffee here, but in terms of that, we're, we're making sure that our coffee machines are right. We didn't just buy any, any cheap coffee machines. We, we splashed out and made sure they were the right things. Um, we also 
we also took time to make sure we got the right foresters in, in place and who can quality control it. And, you know, like I said, we've got a team of nearly 40 people between the two sides now, but there's only six people who are actually qualified to make coffee in rock salt. Um, so nobody else is allowed to touch the machine until they've until they can perfect um you know their their skills so yeah. it's about ensuring consistency along the way as well you know um you know i'm sure you know yourself there's nothing worse than going somewhere and having a lovely coffee one day and the next day you go back and it's and it tastes like mug you know yeah um so that's something that we we really didn't want to want to, want to happen here you know um so that's, I think those little things kind of set us apart as long as, as well. We also have the food offering as well, um, which I think is something something different than than what you would you would have in Dundalk. You, you know, we have that healthier aspect of things. Um, everything's cooked fresh to order. Um, and we put our own twists on on all, all dishes, you know. Yeah. Um, so this, those little touches just make, make a difference. And, um, you know, we're... I don't think we're we're necessarily for everybody, which is okay. But um, we certainly, um, you know, everybody. I'd like to think that everybody that does come in through the doors here, um, gets something different and and really enjoys himself and and that's what that's what it's all about for me, you know. Yeah. Well, the time I went, we just myself and my wife went um, just before Christmas, I think, to Blackrock, and I have to say it was it was lovely. So I would recommend anybody that hasn't been to definitely get get out to Blackrock or get to Dundalk. Um, just, just in relation to the COVID-19, obviously you've been closed. Um, I heard you, you're doing takeaway coffees and stuff. Is that in Dundalk as well or is that just out of Blackrock? At the moment, it's just in Blackrock. Um, I'm working on trying to get a few things moving in Dundalk at the moment and trying to get set up there um, more so a, lot, a little bit down the line to, so that we're, we're fully ready and fully compliant and everything there before we actually open. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, this is... Um, for most for most people it's been it's been kind of uh had to stay in and um you know it's kind of been a quiet quiet time for most people but for me this has been like kind of starting the business all over again the, um this whole pandemic and one way without without being without trying to sound bad or anything like that it's um it's it, as as an entrepreneur it's nearly an exciting time you know yeah. um there's so much new things going on there's so much difference you, you know, you have to adapt very, very fast, especially in this industry. That's um, yeah, definitely the way things are now, it's making businesses and entrepreneurs think outside the box. And absolutely. If you don't, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. I was just saying to somebody yesterday, I was like, when, when else as a, as a young entrepreneur, are you ever going to be able to say that, oh, you know, I've, I've guided my business through a global pandemic, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. Um, so it's it's something there that I think you know we'll we'll survive and hopefully we'll come out come out well the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certainly a nervous time. But within that, it's it is an exciting time. And we've since uh, since when we closed when it was the fifteenth of, of March. I think we closed both both sides to the public in terms of coming in. We have since done a lot. I mean, I, I the sixteenth of March, I woke up and I said, okay, we're we're going to make sure that we're we're on top here and we come out on top and that's, um, you know, whatever, whatever I do now is, I'm going, it's going to come into fruition when we do open up again. So, well, I kind of, I, I, I've been nearly working harder, you know, um, to make sure that we, we come out well on the other side and we've been doing a lot of things to try and keep the business going and try and 
trying to make sure that you know bills are paid and we don't fall behind on any repayments or anything like that and anything that's going to turn around and bite us in the ass you know six months down the line mm-hmm. um so with that it kind of gave me a push to get things done that i possibly wouldn't have come around to for another year or two um well that's the thing you know, it gives you it gives people the chance to stop and uh, do stuff that they probably thought in their head or hadn't got time so it's an opportunity to reevaluate everything Absolutely, absolutely. That's the first thing I said. I was like, okay, well, now's the time. All those, all those things I say, oh, I'll get around to that now in a month or two, or oh, if only I had time, I'd love to do this. Now's the time. Now's the time to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so we started off, the, fir- the first two weeks we were closed fully. Um, I, um, we, we got a new website up and running. We spent a lot of time on that, um, you know, um, just getting that moving, getting it right, getting the content right. Um, we also set up an online shop as well so that you could buy our coffee online and it gets delivered directly to your door. Um, brilliant, brilliant so yeah, so there's a few things on there that even there were just small things, but it was something that I always wanted to, to do. But I suppose it never it was never essential at the time, yes. you know. Yeah, um, whereas now it's, it's been great, you know. We launched that, and within the first week, I repaid um, just through the coffee sales online. We, I was able to repay the cost of putting the website together and putting the, the e-commerce on board and everything like that. So, um, and that well, was just the first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah well absolutely. Worth. Plus, yeah. it keeps the brand going, it keeps the business going, it keeps money kind of tipping over. Um, so it's great and it's nice and exciting bits to do as well. Um, so that was the first phase of the plan. The next phase was to try and get our hatch window open then for for takeout coffees. Um, so we've we've got a window put in up by our coffee machine here just on the on the street um, and we've been we just kind of slowly went down a couple of days myself just on a friday and saturday and just started you know serving coffee out the window and um all of a sudden it's just getting busier and busier and busier and you know every week that goes on we've kind of added more things to it we're at the moment we're operating now wednesday to sunday and we've got a full kitchen team in place. We're doing lunches, we're doing t- delivery service, we're doing takeout food now on the um, Friday, Saturday evening. So there's actually a lot that have, has nearly come from it. Like that, it kind of, st- like, it was nearly like we started a business all over again. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, starting off with going down myself, then I needed to bring in another barista to help me get the coffees out. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, just on, just on Sunday there, we had, there was seven, seven of us working, you know, um so it's it's great to be able to kind of slowly build it grow it back up again and um you know we're we're getting ready now for just starting to get ready for another busy week ahead um all take out food and yeah no it's and the good thing about it is it's i suppose as a business it's a revenue stream we never thought we'd do you know we'd never thought we'd be in takeout food or delivery food or anything like that albeit we have a healthy twist and everything's cooked to order and it's not your 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 traditional takeout you know yeah um but you know we started that five weeks ago doing doing home deliveries just we wouldn't we weren't even doing collections um and it was it just went through the roof you know um we're now doing able to do pickups now as well with restrictions easing and things like that um but a lot of the other places now are jumping on board and and they're all they're all doing it and, and look everybody has to you have to try and do something now you know yes and um, we're still deemed as an essential business and you know technically we didn't we didn't need to close at all as long as as long as you can still do kind of takeout service and stuff like that but um yeah it's it's definitely a, a 
a tough time for, for everybody in the industry, but um, there's certainly going to be there's certainly going to be positives that will come out of it. And even just for us, you know, there's two or three revenue streams that, you know, I'd never even thought of. Um, and all of a sudden, we'll, we should hopefully be able to keep them going through when, yeah, when we do I mean, even come back the other side. At the minute, there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel might be further and further away at the minute, but at least at least there's um, at least there's light. I know Black Rock, a bit yeah. like Carnival, is a it's a touristy town. It's got the seaside. It's got yeah. um, people that come in day trips all the time. So a bit like us ourselves here in Carnival, we're waiting for the day where we can get the trippers back, and no doubt you'll be busier then than you are now. Um, just in relation to bringing you back to when you started, if anybody, if, have you any advice for anyone looking to start out a business or a young entrepreneur with maybe an idea in their head? What advice would you give them? Um, I suppose the best, the best advice I always got was make sure you know what you're getting into and, um, you know, make sure you've go, go and experience it, especially in this kind of industry, you know, um, there's, so, there's so many people these days that see, cafes and they come down to us and they go oh this is brilliant you know just this must be amazing to to own and to run and things like that and I've had loads of people ask me for a different advice and how to start off you know their own coffee shops or their own restaurants and their own businesses and things like that and you know some of them have, have done their due diligence and they've they've gone out and they've they've maybe been a manager or maybe been a supervisor in the restaurants before so they kind of know what they're getting into but mm-hmm. oh, there's other people who came to me and said geez Dan I'm thinking about opening this restaurant what do you think um and, and I was like, yeah, what, what are you doing at the moment? They're like, one of them guys says, oh, I'm an accountant. And I said, oh, <laughs> why, why do you want to get into coffee? I just love coffee, you know? And I was like, okay, good man. Um, how, what, do you, what do you know anything else about it other than that it tastes good, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's some people to see, see, see things and think, oh, I'd love to do that. But I think the best advice I would ever give is go in and, you know, work for somebody else in that industry or in that field first and see, you know, gain the experience that you need to, to, to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and only then I think is, is, is the time to do it, to do it right, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that's, that, I think that's key and always ask for advice and don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to reach out to people. The majority of people, like especially people who have been through it before, they will help you out. You know, I'm, you know, I, I still see myself as a very, very young entrepreneur and very new in, in business. You know, we're only, we're only two years, coming up to two years in business here now. Of course, I've had, you know, whatever, 12, 13 years experience in the industry so far, but I'm, I still feel like I'm, I'm very new and um, new to this game. So even, even these days now, I'm still picking up the phone. I'm still calling people, asking for advice, and I'm still sending cheeky emails to people you know, just, just saying, what, what do I do next? You know, just the other day, uh, or last month, I sent a message to Lorraine Haskin from uh, the Gourmet Food Parlor, who have 10, 10 sites kind of similar to what we're doing. And, you know, quite a cheeky email being like, oh, how, how, do you, how do you move on from the second one? Or how do you get things moving? How do you split your time? These kind of things. And she was straight back, called me, and she was like, oh, great to hear from you. I love Rock's Old Head, all about it. Um, anything I can do to help would be great, you know? So these, these kind of things are, are, are there, you know, if somebody yeah. really wants it, go research these people. And the majority of people will get back to you and will, will give you advice or will meet you for a coffee or will pick up the phone, you know? Um, worst definitely case scenario, now, it's, definitely now with social media, it makes it easier to contact these sort of people. If there is somebody that, 
you might know too personally, you can get on some through social media or send them an email or there is ways. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And you know, anybody that has been in touch with me, I've always tried to try to make sure I've spent time because, you know, even when I was 21, 22, I was doing the same. I was, you know, I was calling people in different manager roles in restaurants, asking them how they manage their team and what they do. And can I spend a day or two with you here or there? And you know, it, all of that helps and you're, you're just gaining information and you're, you're just evolving as, as you go. And I think as an economy, it's, it's that's crucial to do as well, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, you want to see other people do well and you want to see other people do things right and, and grow from, from what you've kind of helped guide them through as well, you know? Yeah. No, Dan, fair play to you. Um, it sounds like you're, you're well up on, uh, on your know-how and you're, you're moving in the right direction, especially now at your second, your second site. And no doubt I can see a couple more coming down in the future. Um, just if anybody's looking, anybody's looking to get in touch with you, what is your new website address? Uh, it's uh, www.rocksallcafe.ie. Um, yeah, and you can give all the links there and everything to, to get involved. We also have um, we also have a running club actually as well, uh, Richard. I meant to say it as well. Um, we do every every Sunday morning. It's kind of part of the ethos of what we're doing. We're all about healthy eating and looking after yourself and um, doing the right things and staying active. So we do that every every Sunday morning at 8:30. Um, obviously we've we've stopped it now due to due to the outbreak, but we will kick that back in very soon. But we we started that back in January. Um, just a few of us starting to go out for five k run around Black Rock and back, and we'd give out porridge and coffee to everybody who does it. Um, and it's kind of growing snowball effects. Well, we've kind of got a wee running club going now, and we actually did the Carningford half marathon there. That's right, I did see um, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did that. Uh, did that early March and. It was fantastic, you know, and it was fantastic to see Carlingford so buzzing with people and everybody's running. Oh, it was just, it was just amazing, you know. Um, and what you, what you achieved with that um, was, was great, you know. So there's, there's loads of other little things that we're always kind of looking to do and looking to add on. And um, like I said, you know, we're, we're obviously a local business here in Blackrock, but we're certainly, um, I think, as a, as a, as a collective in, in Louds, there's so many things that we can all do together to, to kind of push the whole area as a whole in terms of obviously working with yourselves as well and, um, and others like us um, throughout loud, you know? Definitely, totally agree. Um, and it is probably something that you'll find now when this all lifts that the loud tourism board and stuff would probably push because we're going to yeah. need domestic tourism. International tourism is gone for the next 12 to 18 yeah. months. So we're going to have to look at domestic tourism as a collective group and try and get more people up the M1 <laughs> instead, yeah, of going down, instead of going down it. But um, no, Dan, that's absolutely fantastic. I, I really appreciate taking the time. I know you're a busy man and you're probably opening now, probably around half nine to serve people their, their coffee. So I do appreciate your time and I'd like to wish you all the best. And no doubt when all this lifts, I'll be back in for, for something deep. Perfect. Richard, thanks very much. Really enjoyed it. Uh, great chatting to you. No problem. And I'll talk to you very soon. Absolutely. Cheers, man.